Colorado and the world. You are back with Mike Wise here on the Mike Wise Show. Hello. With the pod scientist, Mike. With the pod scientist. Oh, we're here. Pod scientist is here. Oh, yeah. In case you didn't know that. Yeah. And we are here today with many special guests. We do. We do. Before we get into that, let me hear the liner real quick so we can get Rick's little. This is Rick Simpson. And you're listening to The Mike Wise Show. People have to come to realize that cannabis is not an enemy of mankind. It is actually man's best friend. And we can produce the greatest medicines on this planet from this wonderful plant. So please look into what I'm saying, and I think you will find the truth for yourself. Well, you heard it from the man himself. Look into what he's saying. And Mike, Mike you don't need my permission to play the thing. You can, you can always put Rick Simpson on. It's okay. We're going to have Rick Simpson on later in the show with an exclusive... Exclusive lecture. 25-minute lecture I recorded in Croatia. Only me and him were in the room, so nobody in the world has heard this. Well, Simpson's the man. Except except for the Russian hackers and your computer. No. Those are the only ones. It's you, well, it's funny you brought and this some up. guy in Russia <laughs> are funny. the only ones it's who have heard this. It's funny you brought this up because I was like, too bad there's not a... A cannabis Russian hackers organization. There might be. There would be so much information that would get out if they hacked my messages from all these fucking people <laughs> messaging me. I'm not going to out them, but maybe we need a cannabis Russian. I think there's a market network. opportunity there. <laughs> do you but speak yes, Russian? I do not. I don't either. So we have Matt Kale on the show today. Yes, indeed. He is with Veterans for Natural Rights. So we're going to be getting into that. David popped in. I didn't even know David was going to be here. We got David LaRose in studio. I'm uh, Matt Kale's secretary. Oh, well, secretary. There you, well, there you go. Can't have one without the other, right? Unofficial. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, if you guys are not following along, we have a live stream going on Facebook, uh, facebook.com backslash the Mike Wise Show. If you go on there today, we're doing a special giveaway where you can win a have an opportunity to win a bottle of Hemp South, Sore Muscle nice. South, 250 milligrams from our friends at Industrial Hemp Supply. So go online, watch our video, and share it. And at the end of the show, I'm going to pick a winner from all the shares. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's get down to it because we have some serious questions for our for our guests. Things are happening here in Colorado. Things are happening yes, for medical indeed. marijuana. Medical is not gone here like it is in Washington, and it may soon be in Oregon. Yeah. Um, it is still here because it's in our constitution and the legislature can amendment 20 amendment 20 since 2000 yep we are the it's only been state here for a while to have the laws in our constitution the word marijuana is in our constitution <clears throat> however there's still an issue in this state with people getting access to medication because there's a certain thing known as qualifying conditions there's eight of them yeah. i think um yeah, and I'm they not have sure. not added any since and, 2000. No. And what no, that means have. is you not have a single to, one. You have to have this disease in order to be able not, not not on that. You have to have this disease in order to qualify for a condition to get a medical card. Right. And yeah. PTSD, which most that's the the disease plaguing most veterans here in our country is not one of these recognized qualifying conditions. Yeah, and correct. it depends on how you interpret chronic pain. And here's here's the thing about veterans is that they're they follow rules generally. They want to be honest, and many of them honestly wouldn't say that PTSD is chronic pain. But there are some scoff laws 
that would move to Colorado, relatively young, somewhat healthy, and would say, well, living is chronic pain, man. My whole my whole day is stressful. It's chronic pain. Yeah. And I, I, I don't, I think it is wrong that these servicemen would have to lie or feel that they have to lie when they want to follow the rules. And well, that, that's what's changing. I, I mean, I personally, I moved from an, an illegal state in order to come here to Colorado. I'm officially a cannabis refugee from the state of North, North Carolina. Welcome. And yeah, I, I, uh, I moved here because when I served this country, I originally signed up really idealistically for many of the same re- reasons that other people do. And that's for... Um, uh, preserve our show? principles Mike, yeah, th- th- how could you why show? okay you should ask permission to, <laughs> to do that mike you don't need permission earlier but now you do R- the rules have changed go on go on oh yeah i i just uh i mean uh, most of us signed up for idealistic reasons in order to preserve and protect the, the freedoms of the united states of america and um uh when we come back uh a lot of us are not afforded that right to participate in some of these freedoms such as growing our own medicine and treating ourselves in the way that uh the founder of medicine himself said if you are not your own doctor you're a fool who's the founder of medicine hippocrates oh the hippocratic oath exactly back in the old days the the real old days olden before sterilization they still had medicine Uh, yes indeed and they most of it was herbal so um, you, you got to understand, like, uh, uh, the, the foundation of medicine is, is essentially a, a process of science in which you personally engage in experimentation. Yeah, you are the pot scientist. Like, your, loves body, to say that. your body is your own laboratory. Because yes. this is an untested product, and we're not even sure on how the endocannabinoid system works. Most doctors don't even know about it. Ask your doctor about the endocannabinoid system because they really should know. We are all like psychonauts essentially by nature. Yeah. Yeah. We are all exploring our own nervous systems in relation to this plant and many others. There's not just cannabis. It's not the only Schedule One plant that, Mm. that is out there that can provide healing to people mm-hmm. you know especially people with trauma people with there's uh, a lot there's a lot more was, and, yeah. was that one they the dea was going to have an emergency scheduling kratom kratom there's another one which was like a, a, a completely safe alternative to almost every opiate on the face of the planet right right because well, you got to think of this too you know how long have have humans been on earth yep we've yeah. been using these plants as medicinal herbs for that long yeah so now all of a sudden these plants are bad. I mean, it's it's really remarkable that we don't th- th- that we don't know about the endocannabinoid system because the endocannabinoid system is actually older than cannabis. Uh, like it is, it's, it's as it's, old it's, as it's, every it, single like face. Yeah, since sponges were the most complicated thing on the planet, I think every animal has an endocannabinoid system except for insects. Yeah, whether you're a reason. bivalve or whether you're a complete vertebrate. I mean, yeah. like you have an endocannabinoid uh, we, system. We only call it the cannabinoid system because it was the plant that led, that, us, al- to, that, that led us to discovering it. it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and so a cannabinoid, if you're a little lost, is just a compound that is 
exclusive to the cannabis plant. It's not found in other plants. So they're, they call it a now. cannabinoid. And right now, I believe there's 144 known cannabinoids. Oh, it's, and, and I would call those phytocannabinoids because they're not from within you. Yes. But within your own exactly. body, That's another thing to, you, make, to note. you make your own cannabinoids there, for your own bi- biological reasons. At least six others. Uh, six ones that are produced by your own body that are used by your own body in different variations in order to produce different effects. They bind to different receptors. Everyone talks about CB1 and CB2. For those who don't know, that these are receptors for cannabinoids. These are the parts of your body that THC binds to that make you high. It's CB1 and CB2, but really we should call them, there are more. There's like CB3, CB4, but they're not called that. The, 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 GPR-18, yes, GPR-55, and GPR-119. Man, you are putting me to shame. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, I've read it, but I didn't remember. G-protein couple receptors. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which is, uh, it's it, it's fascinating, and it's an exciting time because we're actually learning all of these things in Colorado. We even have state-sponsored studies. We're studying the effects of cannabis and cannabinoids and on on pregnancy and all sorts of like the there's that study with breast milk coming out uh the does the cannabinoids from your smoking transfer to breast milk cuz there are endocannabinoids in breast milk so there's a natural amount there of are. cannabinoids well there's a rumor going around that children who do not breastfeed end up more likely to be sick and well cuz they don't add cannabinoids to they don't bottle. get the natural cannabinoids from right. the mom well, and I, I mean, I have two children, and I can attest to that. You know, when I went through, like, different parenting classes and I saw mm. different, you know, different kids around, the kids that did not breastfeed ever, ever had a lot more issues mm. with either, you know, uh, immune system. Immune system. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, like, when you're allergic to grass, I can't think mm. right now. Oh, uh, allergies. Allergies, yeah. Yeah. You know, the, all the all When you're allergic, things. it's allergies. <laughs> Just, okay. <laughs> in general. Just in, in general. In general. Yeah, that's a good rule. A little, little <laughs> medicated right now, but uh, but yeah, they have more allergies. They, they have more ailments, you yeah. know, than the kids that actually do breastfeed. Mm. So, and. And that's what I kind of hate about this study because it's really just determining does it transfer and ends there. Because uh, as if if THC does transfer into breast milk, then the, then that's the end of it. Well, we can't give THC to babies. If it, if we give THC to babies, then what, slippery slope will be cannibalism. Unfortunately, the next, they're actually the finding in some of these studies there um, babies that actually drink breast milk that that has THC in it or CBD combinations of thereof are coming out with better birth weights. They're coming out with uh, increased cognitive Engagement, function. Yeah. yeah, they they have better social skills. Um, all these things are, are part of the, the picture that people aren't getting. And they're not studying the potential Well, they're not benefits. getting it because they're not being told this information. But the, yeah. You know, in fact, they're being told the opposite. And, we and are the unfortunately, nerds. I hear a lot within our own quote-unquote industry spreading these rumors of, oh, don't oh, yeah. give THC to children. Yeah. Oh, but give them my CBD. You don't want to get them high. Give them my CBD. Well, in whiskey, you give them THC, they're going to get hurt. They're going to go to, to the hospital. For, yeah. if, if your baby is teething, you can 
give him whiskey. That's okay. Oh yeah, that's, yeah, that's okay. That's from back in the Dizzy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I bet it still that was happens. My Dizzy, dude. <laughs> I bet, I bet it still happens. I bet people still do that, and and they're not carted off by child protective services. <coughs> that's okay. But find a single bong in a parent's house and. Or or and, catch your you know catch a parent rubbing some CBD oil on oh my their God. kids' I gums. Mean, even I mean, if you have a, like a, a, an actual rig in public view, and if somebody stops by your house, it's going to be an issue. Mm. But if I were to sneak in someone's house and blow a huge bong hit into their crib of a baby, that's criminal. I think. I think that, more than likely. That, I mean, I would is, imagine yeah, yeah. That, that that's a. I crime. don't know. I enjoy getting getting different. Random animals, and I guess <laughs> now we could say babies. Stranger babies, babies high. I, I Stranger don't know. babies. I, here you go. I, I personally stay away from it. I, I don't, I don't want to subject like any. No, no. Uh, there, if it's there your are, kid, you can do it. I'm not messing I mean, around. Mar- I don't get other people's babies high. <laughs> or, or <laughs> How kind of I have you, gotten Mike. many. I have gotten many random animals high, though. In fact, every time I meet a new one and I have weed on me, I try to get it high. I, I think most people do. <laughs> That's one of those like like human nature kind of things. I, <laughs> I I bet there are some people in Boulder who are so liberally twisted that they would like protest for animal rights against. I, I'm sure against THC and totally. dogs. Yeah, it's totally. not consensual. Oh, How do you get people. consent? <laughs> but uh, let's let's get into this though with PTSD. PTSD things are happening. Yeah. Um. So PTSD is a is a pretty terrible thing to go through and to deal with you got to deal with it on a daily basis on an hourly basis uh, you know it affects pretty much every decision you make especially whether to go out in public or not so when i came here last year i noticed a big um i don't want to say problem but a big issue with veterans not wanting to leave the house they just they just don't want to go out so i would do free events and hoping that that doing it for free would encourage them to come out and, and it does that, you know, we had a, a lot of success. I still like doing that kind of thing. But unfortunately, these guys, they, they don't have medical cards if that's their only condition. And to me, this is criminal, honestly. Um, like Matt was saying, these guys go overseas, risk their life, their freedom, their time away from their family, recreational activities to go fight for our rights so that we can have medical cards. But then they come back and they can't even have the same privilege. And they certainly can't get a gun if and, they if they get a medical card. That yeah. is well. That's and, what, and what is the but, what is the NRA said about that? Yeah, crickets. But, nothing. But, nothing. So so Matt, um, I know because he's very active in this area with helping to bring a, awareness to this. Um, in fact, we were just at the Capitol and uh, we did push-ups on the steps, and then a bunch yep. of people went inside to go talk to the legislators about this needing to change because this is not right and i know all last year you did a lot but this year you have some more stuff planned yeah uh there's a lot of legislative uh things on the horizon um one of them of course is the ptsd bill um the ptsd bill of course um it makes ptsd a a covered condition in order to get a medical marijuana card in the state of colorado and um uh what what that does i mean it, it, it's huge for the veteran community most people that go to war um they come back with ptsd of some kind 
whether it's admitted or not. There's about 20% that admit it, and then there's the rest. Wow. Um, they might not even know. And uh, some of them, you know, they might s- try to self-medicate using other substances. Yeah, or, I hear alcohol is uh, a bad problem. Oh, it's, it's, Yeah, absolutely. I mean, most of us have had a problem with alcohol at one point or time. And um, uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, this is it, – it's a viable option. Right? It, it needs to be available to every single human that has PTSD, not just veterans. Because mm-hmm. veterans – you know, we're, we're the face of PTSD right now. We know that. But it's our job to call attention to the fact that far more civilians have PTSD than, es- than – Especially women. Absolutely. Like it is a women's issue. Most it, it really is. Like like most women, and I've I've, I've dated at the average amount. I'm not <laughs> sure what the average amount is, like, but like a good <laughs> a good proportion of them had had some sort of abuse in their life of 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 a sexual nature. I've yeah. I've never gone through that, and I guess that's lucky for me. You would be surprised at how many men also have the exact same problems. Yeah. Um, there, there, it's kind of shocking about the numbers out there. Um, uh, women, it's, it's surprisingly high. The, the, the proportion of women that, that are subjected to some kind of sexual assault during their lifetime Mm. or, um, and, and men too, uh, Mm. to tell you the truth. And it's really just becoming known now as taboos are lifted well, well it's like, expected well, in prison well like you and me like you and matt uh matt and i have talked uh time and time again veterans who are coming home are giving our spouses ptsd mm. secondary ptsd Se- exactly oh, that, that is a good point that is true I'd, i have never even thought of that really my wife actually uh, i this is something i talk about often and um, it, it, it's something that needs to be known by a lot of people is that our uh, when we come home and, and, and we're we're often messed up and, and uh, angry, uh, aggressive, uh, sometimes suicidal. Uh, all of these things they all contribute to a secondary PTSD in everyone around us, mm. not just our wives but our children too, mm. and and it's. Uh, it's really hard on everyone around you <coughs> when uh, you just don't want to live anymore. Mm. Mm. And yeah, it is. And and cannabis it is a great treatment um, to kind of get those feelings, you know, not have you constantly dwelling on that. Because it can, I, I think that train of thinking, I'm a burden to others, is what leads to suicide so often. Well, a big problem, too, is that they come out of the Army, military, Air Force, whatever branch they served in. And the army, this or the, the the branches of government, they just leave them. You know, they just let them out to dry. Essentially, they don't provide, as far as I know, any sort of life training, career training, that kind of stuff to get you prepared for living in civilian life. There's well, no kind of transition service whatsoever. No, they give Tran- you a class on how to write a resume. Oh, yeah, that is about oh, wow. it. Wow, yeah. 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 That, that, it's kind of what I got coming out of college, actually, is a pat on the back. The, the totality. Here's a resume. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, there, there's not much they actually give you. Um, and it, it's even worse for some of these people who have medical problems, um, who may have traumatic brain injury. They may have behavioral problems as a result. Mm-hmm. Um, what about uh, the people with PTSD that have extreme anxiety and react badly 
in group situations. Yep. So um, uh, you're getting a lot of people who are getting kicked out of the military also with less than 100% honorable discharges that they're getting shafted on their benefits. And, and those people need attention too. Mm. Yeah, they do. And the, the unfortunate thing is, and this is what I'm seeing across the board with many movements in this country is that the support is really coming from the grassroots it's really coming from the individuals mm-hmm. where we're raised and taught to believe that our government is is supposed to be looking out for us in, in these kind of situations and we're finding out that they're not so it's kind of a tough pill to swallow if you will um, for some of these veterans because they're you know even if you want to think of it this way hey that was my job and that was my boss but now my boss doesn't give a shit about me, and they don't yep. fucking care what I did. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's terrible. We come out of like a, a what is almost like a super organism. We're composed of many different organisms, but we act as one thing. And um, there's something very satisfying about that, and something um, emotionally. Uh, I don't know, uh, completing. Uh, It it gives you a sense of purpose. And when that sort of superorganism abandons you, you feel a sense of loss. And I don't think that they adequately really prepare you for reintegration in a civilian society in which you are your own individual again. Hmm. Well, the reintegration is is really hard. And there is none because... They take you and they break you down. You go through boot camp. I went through yeah. Marine Corps boot camp. So, you know, if you've You're seen. Marine. Yes. So if you've seen um, Full, Metal Full Metal Jacket. jacket. Yes, mm-hmm. I've seen you, Full Metal you, Jacket. You kind of understand yeah. just a little bit. Yeah. Of that, what, uh, that actor who played the drill sergeant, he was a real dr- drill Arlie sergeant. Army. That yeah. dude. Oh, yeah, I love him. Oh my god! Yeah. That's awesome. I he, I absolutely love yeah, it. He actually got. He that actually, was pretty funny. He was actually out as a staff sergeant, and they promoted him to gunnery sergeant when he was already retired. Yeah, huh. he's done Benny. that much yeah. good. Yeah, he's done good. that much good for the Marine Corps. Huh? But like Damn so straight. So I I <laughs> through went true. I went through Marine Corps boot camp. They broke me down, molded me into what they wanted. Yeah. But what did they do? At the very end of my service, they gave me a class on how to write a resume, and Jeez. they, you know, sent me on my way. And no one's in yeah. charge of you, and it, no more no, orders. No. They will. No. No more they orders. will spend so much time and so much money teaching you how to be a killer, but they will not teach you how to be a peaceful citizen mm-hmm. again. How to be a person. To me, it but, seems like. But you... your job is also nation building, hearts and minds. You know. Well, that's the propaganda. That's the yeah, propaganda. That's the, yeah. 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 And that would actually be a useful thing for veterans to do when they came home because this nation needs some fucking building. Tell you the truth, that is what many of us are focused on, and that's what the focus of Veterans for Natural Rights is. Mm. The focus of Veterans for Natural Rights is teaching veterans who have come home and who have been broken by the system, and it teaches them how to reintegrate into a community, teaches them how to um, start taking care of themselves again and it teaches them how to uh, find their voice and start speaking uh, out against everything that they think is wrong with the system huh That's yeah, uh, it, well you know what we're getting into that is that it it feels to me like they train you for a purpose and so once you serve that purpose why do they need to provide any more assistance you know that's how I, I see them 
Well, there is analyzing the situation. There is somewhat medicine, right? The VA takes care of. <laughs> uh, don't don't get me started on yeah. that shit. Holy Dude, oh shit! Oh my no no no! That's they a bad subject. That's a bad subject. Yes. Well, I'm yeah. They've tried to kill me. Straight up. No, they do that to everyone. Actually, they've tried to kill it's me. It's actually and, and so that's a propaganda. Your average right. citizen thinks, oh, the VA is here for good. No, but no, they are, or, they or are there. Even, no, they're not. Or, or, you know, like they give you prescriptions. They're, they're, they they're, give you whatever they want to give you to get you out the fucking door. They're, they're there yeah. to make right? you quiet. Yeah, exactly. They mm-hmm. want to make you quiet. Do they have they a want to make for you that? go away. Oh, so yeah, they, they have many. give you the never-ending list of pharmaceutical medications that will put you in your own little pharmaceutical prison made of pills and, um, you know, eventually your own house. And it's lonesome. It's com- yes. You're completely alone it's, in that bubble. It's the most isolating condition known to man. Hmm. The most uh, – that the PTSD, that, that, that's probably the most uh, common symptom that, that I can uh, think of is isolation. Hmm. You know. and, and and I think that's where drug addiction comes from. I saw a TED Talk once, so I'm an expert. I saw a <laughs> TED Talk, and it was about rethinking what drug addiction is. And he talked about this laboratory experiment that was done back in the day where they gave some rats a, their choice of regular water and cocaine-laced water. And they were in their cages, and they gave them the choice, and the rats had so much of the cocaine water that they died. Someone thought maybe it wasn't the cocaine, maybe it was the cage. Mm. And he did the experiment again, but with rats who had other rats to have to, you could have sex, you could do, you know, rat things, whatever. Rich environments. Right, like a community. You could be in a community. Or like like, uh, uh, different kinds of like uh, uh, rat activities, like uh, um, a... tread wheels and right yeah all those all all the things that a rat could want and they wouldn't overdose sure they would try the cocaine water sometimes but it wasn't it 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 didn't become a thing and i think i i do think the opposite of drug addiction is community passing the peace pipe most importantly may be the passing itself and not and and now what's in your pipe and that's the basic really the basic function since i got here in in colorado uh god from 2013 on i i got here from north carolina as a refugee and um i really wanted to um try to get myself off the pharmaceutical medications 18 to 22 per month um depending on how froggy the the uh the doctors were but um i wanted to get off those medications and and cannabis really helped me, and I, I tried to um, put out the word and, and give away free cannabis medication to everyone that I could find. Um, uh, uh, yeah, eventually that led to more and more people coming to these events, eventually thousands of veterans. And what I found is that they weren't there really for the cannabis. They were there for the fucking community. Hmm. Excuse my language. No, no. no, no. <laughs> now we're online, so that's totally acceptable. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, they were there for the community, and, and that's what I found that really helped people, and that is the real medicine that we're, or that, that we're all missing, you know? Well, it, it is a – so much more goes into healing than this taking cannabis, mm-hmm. and you're hearing that from me, you know? 
<laughs> you're seeing me say this, okay? It's not all cannabis, you know? It's a it's a lifestyle change that needs to happen when you have a disease or anything of that sort, you know? Diet's a big factor. Who you surround yourself, stress, environments that cause stress. Oh, stress is killing us. Oh, for, stress, well, for Crohn's like patients, stress is, is terrible. It's part of the reason why cannabis can help kind of save American society, you know, at mm. a basic level is we are overloaded with this stress, you know, some yeah. kind of go here, go and, there, and some really do that, the bad drugs, like the the opiate crisis that is sweeping the nation. Well, that's oh one of the like, biggest, like, that's, that's one of the biggest problem. things is that hundreds of oh, thousands geez. of people die from this medication, but they're still hesitant Fentanyl, to legalize ma- marijuana because they're worried about its health effects Yeah, when no one's died that they can prove. So... How the only reason, the only logical possible reason that we can be allowing this to happen in this country is has to be money oriented. It has to be financial reasons that we're allowing these pharmaceutical companies to literally kill people and get a profit while doing it. Oh, I have an idea. You just gave me an idea. How about this? Every methadone clinic to treat people, let's turn them into a dab club. Emphasis on the club. I will support that idea. Because it's a place where people gather, and you dab or smoke as much as you want, and and you stop doing heroin, because no needle drugs, man. Speaking of that, you want to tell them where we're at right now? Uh, There are a lot of people that are actually working with cannabis in recovery programs right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, out in California, I just got a a call from a a psychologist the other day, um, and he was looking to use cannabis in his recovery program in order to rehabilitate people from from (coughs) methadone and from heroin and from all the other opiates that they've been on. Yeah. Well, I myself have five five patients that are coming off of um, something, pharmaceutical drugs. Um, heroin, as the first thing I came off of when I got to Colorado. I, I personally, <laughs> I, I was on, good God, a massive amount. Uh, it was you said crazy. eighteen or something. Oh yeah, yeah. How many pills did you take uh, a day? Oh geez. Did you have the Sunday through Monday like yeah, pill um, container? But um, at one point that 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 was not enough. Mm. Um, it was not quite. Um, uh, enough uh I, I had to have more than one uh and and uh unfortunately like uh there a lot of those were conflicting me- medications like uh opiates prescribed with benzodiazepines at the same time and um mm-hmm. as anyone can tell you that, that that's not good for you oh uh yeah we'll uh we'll get some of that you know what let's just uh we'll go ahead and take a break um before we do, let's just wrap up this segment, um, and we'll come back on with Shauna calling in here after the song break. But um, what? tell us a little bit more about your organization, where we can find you, and what you guys do right now. Um, right now, I mean, really, uh, since I got to Colorado, ever since my early days, when I started finding out that veterans really wanted the community more than anything else, my job was to build communities of veterans and so i try to start bringing uh more and more veterans out of isolation out of their you know their basements their their bathrooms wherever the heck they were hiding out and 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 trying to block the world out and um i tried to go in there and uh grab them haul them out get them into a social situation challenge them and and try to overcome whatever fears they got uh so 
and, and, and even sometimes actually literally holding their hands as they did it. Jeez. I mean, uh, some of them needed that. Oh, I, I know this, you know, because I've, I've witnessed some of this happen in real life with Matt. I mean, uh, he really does a lot, you know, and uh, that's why I admire him so much. I love him. I've been out for 11 years now, and this is, you know, I've lived up and down the East Coast, and this is the very first state where I've actually found a veteran community. Hmm. You know, and I've, I'm from Maryland, Virginia, lived in Florida, lived in Rhode Island, Maine. So, and after 11 years of being out. There's a lot of military in those is, states. In Norfolk, there's... And there's no veteran community. There is no veteran community. This is the first state where I found a veteran community huh. and also a veteran community that loves cannabis and that mm. will work with you, you know. So I've done so much healing myself out here because of that man right there. That's know? awesome. And that's the kind of brotherhood that's, that's that I think is is missing. It, th- it that, is. It's, it's what you lost it when is. you left or it, when you were kicked out well, or it's, whatever. Well, it's not lost. It's this you can't experience every day every hour like you used to before you're not living together no more true you know so people like matt are bringing this sense of brotherhood back yeah to the community you know and well it's what we all lost when we left the military exactly exactly Exactly. super organism that was like uh massive it was bigger than life and and we could accomplish so much even though we were so small individually each one of us contributed to this massive hole that could just do anything world essentially and 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 uh you know we were imbued with that 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 mindset you know and then we were cast aside and many of us that that we 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 seek that sort of community Mm -hmm. and some sense of of belonging some some sort of Mm. some family somebody who's going to watch your back who's going to watch your six as we say yeah, <laughs> yeah. that oh, simple yeah. brotherhood that simple yeah. brotherhood and, and sisterhood too you yes. know i was like i said i was in the air wing in the marine corps we had mm. a lot of female air crew and a lot of female mm. pilots so i have to say for myself is that like the aircraft carriers i was doing uh c-130s oh okay so okay. um too big L- little yeah, we actually were able to land and take off on a aircraft carrier. Oh, really? With a that, C-130. That, that's impressive. We did it once. <laughs> <laughs> we did it once, and that was it. But for for me, I have to say, it's not just brotherhood; it's it's sisterhood too. Yes, mm. you know. So it's about. Uh, I mean, and and this is a really important point that so many more females actually suffer from PTSD than yeah. than, it's than a, males yeah. do. And yeah. and and males are much more likely to to kill themselves, but females actually suffer at a greater rate. And and it's because of what they are subjected to. Mm. <coughs> I I think it's cuz we're sensitive. Like people don't talk about it, but men are very sensitive. Yeah. About about their manhood. Like if you can't <laughs> If it, if, oh, yeah. if you feel yeah. that your sickness is your fault, mm-hmm. and you could have overcome it, but I mean, but I I, I think that's why yeah. society so, makes us afraid to actually come out and say, "Hey, I got something wrong. I need help." Yeah, yeah. we're not allowed. You know? We're not allowed that space because we're men. Yeah, yeah, we're, men. we're, we're yeah. supposed to just like suck it up and drive on it, right exactly. off into the sunset on our horse. Reach and down, grab brood. a pair, and move on. You yeah. know. That's and you need no one on the lonesome plains. It's Colin Bohannon. 
It's Colin Bohannon. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Well, um, so right before we cut into a song break, uh, I'll let you guys update you on what you heard. Today is going to be an all-question show. And if you don't know what that means, um, question is a friend of mine from San Antonio. He's a, an artist. Um, and all the music is his music today. So you just heard off of his album entitled Xanax 3. You heard Simple Man, Old Thing Back, and Monte Carlo Music. We're going to hop back into it. Before we do, where can veterans find you, Matt? Are you on Facebook? Do Where else are you? I am, yeah. I, I'm on Facebook, Veterans for Natural Rights. Uh, look me up. All of our events are always on there. We share via um, social media all the time. And um, uh, we, we don't have a website yet. We're, we're actually in the process of filing our 501c4. Oh, nice. Uh, because we, uh, we need to preserve our political voice. So um, we are filing under 501c4. Um, well, that's the super organism that we're a part of because we're a democracy. <laughs> Yeah. So we are the government. We can talk about absolutely what yeah. we should do and, and, and what the government should be. I, I think yeah. that that a lot of Americans miss that point. A lot of people have forgotten the fact that they are the source of government. Mm. They are the power that is behind all things. It's your responsibility. It is not just a responsibility. It is a it is a, it is a right. It is yep. a privilege. It is a a, a basic function of who we should be as Americans. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I agree. Well, check out Matt. Veterans for Natural Rights. I will be sharing their events on our page as well. We'd hope to see you out. If you guys ever have an issue, you don't have to be a veteran either if you're dealing with PTSD. Matt Matt, Matt deals with people all the time. Like, yeah. just send him a message. Reach out to him. Absolutely. You know? He would love to hear from you and try to help you get through this because... We need to bring the sense of community back. Hit me up. All righty, guys. We're going to hop back into it. You're listening to the Mike Wise Show here on Toke Radio. This is Rick Simpson, and you're listening to the Mike Wise Show. And if you wish to save your life and to heal your medical problems, for God's sakes, get on these cannabis extracts. Check my ego. Uh-huh. 
Harvey on Vogue. Rims taller than Muggsy Bowe. Candy paint, custom glow. Really, motherfuckers, what you don't know? I could drive a hootie on 12s, laugh at myself. Just smile at your chicken, have her undo my belt. See, I know that you feel this moment I'm sharing. Expired tags, no inspection, yet drive it, not caring. See, the kids all be staring, they be like, damn, he's the man. Question the future, yeah, his music fucking jams. But some of them don't know who I am, or even give a fuck. And that's okay, cause their approval doesn't mean much. All I need is my blunts, all my favorite CDs. And I ride through your hood, hoping you hate to see me. And I swear if a motherfucker dare to try to take what I earn. With no concern, I make that turn. Pop, 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 till you feel that burn. When will they learn? I ride for peace of mind. I'm beating down blocks one hood at a time. see if we can get oh, this to work. Hey, Shauna, can you hear us? Yes. Good. Good. So, how are you doing? I know you've been a little under the weather recently. Uh, I'm doing much better than the last time you saw me, that is for sure. Oh, well, that's good to hear. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, I have been slowly healing and trying to uh, gain weight and uh, get back up to my normal self after um, having a bowel resection done uh, at the end of October, so it has been a long journey, but I'm here and I'm going to live, and that's what matters. Well, for those of you guys that don't know what's going on, Shauna's been having some health issues because 
of the lack of access in Kansas. Yeah, and I, I, I wanted to ask a question about, like, uh, exactly what, what what is the access like? Well, uh, honestly, access isn't a problem until I became uh, very well known in the in the area locally. Because uh, it doesn't matter where you are in the nation, you can find this medicine anywhere if you just look. So um, if one in four people consume this plant, no matter the geographic location, it's really not hard to find. Mm. But the thing is, is uh, my access became completely... Uh, Oh, cut very short when all of this stuff happened. As, so, so as you can, yeah. Let me clarify. You you say you say you are being actively discriminated against because you are an activist for this plant. I think so. Yes. Wow. Shauna, this is Carter Carter Baird here, the pot scientist. I made a video about. Your story. I am back. such a fan, Carter. Oh my I god! Love you. <laughs> and actual... Your video is one of my favorites, actually. Oh, thank you, thank you. I, I I simply had to make it once I heard the story, and I I I don't want to ask you like something too probing that your lawyer wouldn't want you to say. But can you update us on on what the situation? is for you and child protective services and and just what is happening in Kansas cuz I'm in Colorado and it's different it's different here yes um i don't even know where i don't even know where to start well i <laughs> I, has, I, I can yeah. I, I can fill you up on what i do know the story okay. of, of of what i've heard that you you are a are are somewhat politically active enough to write a book uh, about taking back our freedom and with cannabis and you're a medical patient this plant literally saved your life um which was seen firsthand by your son and when yeah. he was in school at the dare program or whatever they have the kids doing now he said that when he was told that you know zero tolerance policy, no no weed for you, it's evil, it's bad. He raised his hand and said, "No, uh, cannabis saved my mother's life." And by saying that, had the police were essentially sicked on your house, and uh, th through what your son said at school, yeah, absolutely, and it absolutely ridiculous um even to the point where i mean the entire the entire thing is so heinous how they went after really uh, my child and um what is wonderful is uh i've been able to i won the sink case so i have been able to win jurisdiction away from the state uh, for my child. So I've, wow. I've won my child back. Wow. Um, I went through a divorce pro se. I defended myself. Wow. Okay. Um, and with felony charges over my head, I won 50% custody of my son. Okay. And 
uh, it has been, I'm, I'm winning. It has been oh, a very yeah. long journey. It's taken a toll on my health. It's taken a toll on my family. Um, but now I'm in the last stretch, and now I'm having to defend myself against these criminal charges. And um, I'm sorry, criminal charges? What, what crimes? Have you have, Which have, one? have you, yeah, well, well, what are you <laughs> all being of them. I guess, <laughs> all of them, yeah. I guess what well, what are they charging you with? Do they paint you as a drug kingpin? A Yeah, they're trying to totally paint me as that. And they're trying to totally say wow. uh what was it? They found an ICP T shirt in my teenage son's room oh, wow. and tried to claim oh, no. that wow. he was a gang member. <laughs> and I'm going, What? You gotta be kidding. Me. I recycle. I, I have prayer flags on my front porch. There's no way you can associate <laughs> us with gang members. And if you have to educate policemen on the insane clown posse, something is wrong. Something in our is nation. seriously yeah, wrong. Yeah, if anyone has insane. to explain an insane clown posse <laughs> to an officer of the law, law, then I think our democracy is broken. They're <laughs> just trying to scrape at anything that they can um, be, to try to save face, to try to justify yep. what they've done, and mm. and they can't. They absolutely cannot justify the actions that they have taken. Mm. Well, this is one of those great times where, you know, social media has really helped to get the information out to the people who need to hear it. Because anyone who hears this story knows the corruption. They they can instantly tell that there's something very wrong with what's going on. Here. Right. Well, I I read it in my news feed because I'm I'm somewhat involved in the cannabis community. So a, a lot of my friends smoke weed and I, I saw the headline and I. I, it was unbelievable it, in, in a way that I had to research it. Like I had to click on it because I, I, I thought it was clickbait. Honestly, I didn't believe it. And then as I read more of it, I'm like, oh, sh- oh, shit, this woman is real. She wrote a book. This is this happened. And there's video of the police not letting her into her house and what what. What, well, uh, it wasn't that crazy. Wasn't that crazy? The most, the whole thing was insane. Um, I, it's it's unreal to me to even watch it now. Yeah, because that's permanent now. That's uh, that's a part of the permanent record. And, uh, and so much of it of me walking up and going, "What are you guys doing in my backyard?" And the officer is like. Oh well, we're allowed to go where the public is allowed to go. Um, oh, wow. no, <laughs> no, that is not okay. Well, uh, uh, anyone even accused of being a drug user is so maligned in our society that it's perfectly justifiable to seize all of the assets in civil asset forfeiture. Anyone, it's one anyone of who's been busted that for you are weed, convicted even before you are ever. Oh, they, like, they uh, you, you don't have to be charged. I mean, like, uh, yeah, exactly. They, they, they can actually charge your property. You can sue them to get your own property back. I yeah, plan but it usually on takes it and more money than. Yeah, uh, but who has the money? I plan on yeah. suing to get my medicine back. Absolutely, they absolutely claim that. As if it's they, not gone now. This, yeah, well, they they claim that they found a whole pound of medicine in my house, and I'm sitting here going, well, you better find a pound when I sue to get my medicine back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You better find it. 
then and I I've, I, I the I, once I learned about civil asset forfeiture. It was from John Oliver, actually. I watched John Oliver, and he had a whole thing on civil asset forfeiture. And it it reminded me of what they taught me in school about being in Nazi Germany, that they could come up to you and just seize everything of yours. Who are the, yeah. who are the gang yeah. members here? Who exactly. are the gang members here? Exactly. Who are the terrorists? They, they okay. are I'm more scared of cops than I am of— the definition of a terrorist in the dictionary? Legalized gas- gangsterism. I, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it, they all it, wear the same like clothes. Absolutely plain. The things that they're doing in the in the war that they have proclaimed as a war on drugs mm. to the American people are so heinous that they're not even okay in the rules of war in the Geneva under the Geneva Convention. Mm. It's it's. Crimes against humanity yep. is what it is. Oh, yeah. And when they go after our children, it, I'm done. I'm, I'm so, uh, I won my son back. And yes, I'm so absolutely grateful. I will win my case because How? I will stay alive for my child. That's why I started using cannabis to begin with, was to stay alive for my children. And um, it's, this can't happen to anyone else again. Yeah. We are not criminals. We are not stoners. We are not heathens. Mm-hmm. We are law-abiding citizens. We are moral, Tax just people. Mm-hmm. And we just want to live and survive. That's mm-hmm. it. And grow our own goddamn plants. Stay out of my but garden. Why is that such an issue? Stay out of my garden. <laughs> Stay out of my garden, Uncle Sam. Or what grow, are you doing Or grow here? old watching our kids grow grow up. Yeah, we don't even I have, have to goddamn our plants. Mm. It's a it. Yeah. Oh, I I, I okay, want to. Okay, so ask... let's talk about let's talk about some court dates. Yes, help us, Stacy. Uh, For those who don't know, this is Stacy Cross who is on the line with us. Stacy Cross. Okay, so on March third, we're going to have some pretrial mo- motions and expert reports filed on the on April seventh of nine a.m. We want pe- people in Garden City. For the schedule of motions, and there will be live testimony, video conferencing, which is acceptable, and then there will be arraignment after the pretrial on the hearing at April 7th at 9 a.m., and then June 26th through 29th will be her scheduled trial date. Wow. So it's happening pretty soon. Okay. It's going to be busy. It's gonna so be busy. we need testimonials. We've got a Shauna Stock um, event that we're trying to make here. Yes, tell us more in, about Shauna Stock. Uh, um, actually, Christine Shine is in charge of that, and I'm just kind of in the back background. Well, what it is, if you guys update, don't know, to her message, is that it, it is a concert I, to, that, that they're throwing for Shauna. We tried to chat her in, but that didn't work, so... I'm just going to read you her message. Yeah, so Shauna Stock is coming up, and what it is is it's a concert uh, being thrown as a benefit uh, to raise money for Shauna in these times to get her through this court case because court costs are pretty outrageous and, along with all her other bills. It? Uh, um, it will be in Wichita, and if we can get a big name like, say, Willie Nelson or Tommy Chong or Merle Haggard or uh, who else, Shauna? Uh, I think people <laughs> no. are working on that. Which is all yes, Kansas. So, uh, from Christine Shine. 
we have received over 20 tracks thus far for the Shawnee Global Music Compilation and a book bands for the uh, Shawnee Stock 2000 or 2012 music event. So we have some bands booked. We have some bands booked. Sorry, I got diagnosed with MS yesterday, guys. Oh, prior to that, I thought it was Lyme. So, oh my God. Oh yeah. Well, we're going to be helping Stacey out. So my speech is a little screwed up. So we were trying to have um, Christina on tonight so she could update. And maybe that would be a great idea for your next show. Yeah, that's what we'll do next time. Um, And I will definitely be posting up information on my website, The Mike Wise Show, on Facebook to keep you guys updated with what's going on with her trial dates and, of course, Shauna Stock and whatever else is going on. So, um, basically, we have some really cool bands. Um, One out of Iowa, um, I think that's called the Duende Group, and they are really good. They're like poets that speak through the music. Mm. And then um, we have Christina Shine from Across the Pond with the most beautiful voice I've ever heard, even if you ever got to talk to her. And then we have, um, like, um, a lot of great speakers that are willing to come um, from all over the United States. The chick that was on The View, and I cannot, her last name is Reinhardt. I'm sorry, I cannot remember your name, and I want to say it's Jean, but it's not. So, Miss Reinhardt, I'm giving you a call out. Thank you for everything you've done. You've been very inspirational. And um, we're all fighting for the same thing. Yep. We mm. want our kids back. We want our lives back. We want our country back. We want, we want our, our, rights. our rights back. Mm-hmm. Whatever they said in that Constitution that they have not let us adhere to, or they've tried to stretch it, we're not into, and we need to get that back. And we, we, and my last ACLU meeting, um, the lead speaker from Kansas said, "All anything that happens will come out of the Midwest. So the Midwest needs to rise up." Mm. Well, that is our mes- message at uh, Veterans for Natural Rights. I mean, we want the freedoms that we fought, bled, died, sometimes for. Mm-hmm. All of us, we sacrificed, and we we sacrificed for the principle of freedom, individual freedom, Mm -hmm. our own personal individual freedoms, not the freedoms of corporations to sell us something, not the freedoms of government to regulate us, but the freedoms to put a seed into the ground and watch it grow. And that's not too much to ask for. Because no one is free so long as nature is illegal. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're going to take away this right, and if we don't do something about this, they're going to take away some more rights, and then they're going to take away some more rights, and yep. then we're going to be back to they took away all our rights. So I think it's time to stand up. I think it comes down to the Fourth Amendment because we're protected against unreasonable search and seizure. We just disagree on what is reasonable for you to take my blood. In a roadside test, for you to take my spit, for you to take my urine, for you to take my hair, to make sure that I'm not growing the wrong plant, to make sure that I'm not ingesting Mm -hmm. the wrong product. What is freedom if we're not free to put whatever we choose oh, in yeah. our bodies. That yes. seems reasonable. Yeah, Jack Harris to me. said Jack Harris said, um, we it's not the it's land not of the free, it's the land of the pee, because you have to pee it, to get tested in order to be free. Your analysis. Thank you, Reagan. <laughs> yeah. Ronald Reagan, it's shout not, out. 
it's not not actually a plant. It's an herb. Yeah. Well, it's not a plant. Well, yeah. uh, we I'm going to disagree. I'm going to I'm going to disagree plant, right? on that it's, point. It's also an herb. Yes, yes, we it's also an herb. Tomatoes, we don't count corn. Nope. Why are we counting anything else? Mm. And so if we want to also um learn more about Shauna, she has a book out, am I right? She wrote the book. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, in 2009 is when I found um cannabis oil for myself and was able to feel the tremendous benefits uh, within three days. And I knew I needed to write a journal to, uh, you know, write the progress down. And um, I had that journal published and named it Live Free or Die because I healed in Kansas. Mm. And uh, and I took that book to, to Colorado and um, and was there in the, in the beginning of the uh, cannabis oil movement. So, um it was just, it's really hard. Everybody and their dog wants to make it in Colorado. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, this little girl from Kansas who was going up to these growers who had been growing for a really long time, and I'm going, okay, I'm just a patient here, but how come, you know, this Mexican brick I can get back in Kansas is helping my pain better than your medical grade stuff? Mm. And, uh, and they took offense to that, and <laughs> you know, yeah, I Gro- people, growers are very in sensitive. Really didn't want to listen to someone from Kansas who was, in their eyes, talking you know crap on on their stuff. Yep. But you well, quickly, yeah. you quickly come to realize that every grower, their grower is the best stuff. Every oil maker you meet, their oil is the best stuff. Yep. I mean, it's oh, just. Yeah. Very few growers. Is an eye of the beholder. Very few growers say that they grow the second best. <laughs> yeah, weed in Denver. Right. <laughs> Approximately zero. I'm I'm a master grower. Oh, master! Oh, there you go. Oh, the master <laughs> grower. I guess uh, I guess I, you I, grow I the best. I never heard that. that we don't get to do oh, yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think almost everybody in the Denver metro is yeah. a master <laughs> grower. <laughs> unquote, unquote. I I, I read a thing. Kansas. <laughs> I read a Facebook post once where someone was uh, railing on master growers, and he said, I, I don't care about the patch you have on your shirt. And I was like, what? They have patches for master growers? Nice. Has anyone yeah. seen an actual patch How cheesy. that says master grower? You want to see mine? You have a patch? <laughs> I have a I have pins, master grower, master composter, oh, master arborist, oh, master nice. tree gardener. Nice. They're all through K-State. Where am I disease? They moved my disease from Plum Island to K-State. Now, it's, I'm so governmentally screwed. Oh, please man. quit taking the government's drugs. Yep. Uh, yes, yeah. please. Exactly. Yep. And the reed isn't no, that good right. either. And, and and that's that's my message to every single veteran yeah, out that's there. What is, I- please quit taking the government's drugs. Yep. They are trying to kill you. Well, certainly and they don't, don't want you to think for yourself. Well, no, certainly don't. don't ask for them because so many are asking for them because they've been watching TV and you see this commercial and uh, maybe that'll fix my problem. Maybe that'll do this. Maybe this will do that. And I, I, I think if you're going to be on a serious like serotonin reuptake inhibitor, that's that's like after you've been locked in against your will. Like that's. That's not a thing you just suggest casually. Ninety-nine yeah. percent of the time, it all also like contributes to sui- suicide attempts. Uh, yeah, 
it, it, it's really bad. Um, it, it is always, always induced more suicidal ideation in me than it has fixed. Well, as a Lyme patient for, um, since 2009, um, suicide is the leading cause of death of Lyme. And finding out yesterday that I have MS and it is my sister has it also has been very devastating. Yeah. And I'm still having to work through this and encompass it all. Yeah. And I realize there's so more many pieces of puzzle I I get to fit together. Well before no. we do not take their drugs. Exactly. And yeah. and that's that's one of the main messages. We, we promote here as well. And, and I want to thank you guys for, for spending time out and letting us know, updating us with what's going on. Um, is, is there anything before we, we got to go that you want to leave us with? Um, we have court dates. And then we have Sean Stock. If anyone's interested, we're looking for any kind of musician that would like to show up and perform. We will get venues depending on how we get performance. Um then, of course, we have a court date that we would like to have everyone on in Garden City on April 7th at 9 a.m., and then her scheduled trial hearing will be June 26th through the 29th. Okay. Thank All you. Right. All right. I'll see if I can make it out there. wherever you can, guys. We I'll will. See, I'll see if I can make it out there because I, I, I want to meet Shauna in real person. <laughs> real life. It's real person. Awesome experience. It changed my life. I am not hooked to a delighted pump because of her. She's no. awesome. And and she brings I she can't brings wait to meet you. words <laughs> she brings words out in me. So maybe I can speak. We'll see. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, we'll see you guys soon and thanks again for calling in um and we'll we'll be um updating you listeners with everything that's going on. Thank you. Thank you so much. Alrighty, take care, guys. Bye. Ciao. Bye. Okay, well, thanks again, Shauna, for calling in. Um, now, I know that was no. a lot going on, and there's a lot of injustice um, tied to her case. Um, so it it it, it is. She has the opportunity here to be not. I don't want to say the poster child, but. With this case, there is a lot that can happen in terms of the perception of cannabis use in the American public. We're already, mm. half of the states have already legalized for medical use. And if this landmark decision is what I'm going to call it, comes through where she wins, anyone else who has a case similar can say, hey, that court in Kansas ruled that this isn't a crime. So why are you going to put me in jail? Hmm. Why are you taking my kid? Yeah. Now, what is exactly the condition that she's treating? I know she has Crohn's disease for Crohn's, sure. I Crohn's and like Crohn's uh, is what any, I knew. any other GI. I think some other things. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm I'm the worst person to ask about this because yeah. I always uh, I'm this inundated with messages every single day of people who have diseases and and with me I generally. Don't even try to remember it because I know the cannabis oil works for everything. So I don't need to have specific information like, oh, well, this is good yeah. for this certain type of disease. And this is this. So I kind of just this get the, the main gist of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So check out her page on Facebook, uh, facebook.com backslash live free or die, I believe. Um, Shauna Band is live free or die story. She has 
everything that in that I believe she has everything that's happened with her with the trial and everything that we heard because I know we just heard a brief we barely touched on a very small yeah, part of her story that's all I knew and I I made my video for her I think over a year ago is when I first heard it and I and and I made a video about it so it's it, it's been a while I'm I'm so glad that she got that she got at least half custody back. Oh of, yeah, me too. Of, yeah. Of me too. Child. I'm I, glad I, she's yeah. winning every one. That's amazing. Yeah. You know? I, I wanted and to ask her how shows her, you need a fucking fight. Well, how her son is doing about this? Because I know when I was in school, I was terrified of trouble, being in trouble, and that kid was in the worst trouble you could possibly be. And not only did he go to the principal's office, but the principal called the police, and the police call and and the police surrounded his mom's house. Oh my god. I hope he's okay because I would be I'd be traumatized oh, yeah. if Speaking I got of in PTSD and the, stuff like yeah, that. Amount sure. they yeah. barged Trouble. in with assault rifles and all that. Absolutely, but yeah. nobody can lay down and and, and abdicate their own rights. I, everyone has to stand up for themselves mm. in this country, and 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 that's what our country is essentially predicated on. Mm. We oh, need yeah, individual rights <laughs> to stand up for themselves and to defend themselves in court and, 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 and uh, stand up for the rights that we are guaranteed in the constitution of the United yeah. States and not just the constitution yeah. of the United States, but also the declaration of independence. Mm. You know, that those are where our natural rights are de- derived from life, mm. liberty, pursuit, of happiness god given god given as a nature of being born right human i i I only bring up god because uh voldemort i'm so because trump said it in his uh in in his (laughs) don't say his name don't say his name otherwise he wins he who who should not be (laughs) should not be he should he who should not be named he mentioned a lot of god and he also mentioned drugs he did he did and that's that. that that's kind of what I want to talk about. Unless Mike has playing, he's, we, he's we making do, eye. No, <laughs> no, we'll, no. We need to talk about yeah, Voldemort more. Put a sticky note in that, and we'll save it for next show. Um, what we have coming up is the twenty-five minute lecture from Rick Simpson. Before I play that, I want to remind everyone, if you're watching along, you can watch the stream online. Um, Facebook.com backslash Mike Wise Show. I know a lot of people. Um, are following along. If you share the post, uh, you have an opportunity tonight, today of winning a 250 milligram little container of some hemp salve for sore muscle relief and other stuff like that. Um, so please share this post. Um, we could get this information out to a wider audience. Um, but I definitely want to thank the Trim Shop. Um, they have shops here in Colorado Springs, Denver, and Durango. Um, tell them you heard about them on my show. You'll get $25 off your rental. So they have trimming machines. Um, so you can go rent a trim machine for as little as $100 a day. Um, you know, have your whole harvest, throw it in the machine. It'll process it for you. You're pretty much done. Set a button. Forget it. You don't have to do too much work. So hit them up, the trim shop. Also, Endomax Lighting. If you haven't heard about them, check them out. They are locally manufactured here in Colorado. They produce ceramic metal halide horticulture lighting. I switched over about a year and a half ago, and I'm, for the foreseeable future, not going back. I love the technology. Um, You can grow at a third or a fourth of the electricity usage, and there's virtually no heat. So um, check them out, Endomax. Um, Also got to give 
some love to Pipes Peak, Colorado Springs, and Canyon City. Tell them you heard about them on my show. You'll get 10% off whatever you order. They have a lot of local glass. Peter, the owner, blows most of it himself. And also Skunk Works Nutrients. I'm going next week. Um, next Sunday, I'm going to be teaching a class sponsored by Skunk Works in Flint, Michigan, um, where I will be teaching the citizens of Flint how to make this cannabis oil themselves and kind of take the healing power you know, into their own hands. DIY. Mm-hmm. So, thank you guys for listening, and thank you for sponsoring, and check out my sponsors. Support them. They support us. They help help this show happen, help us get this information out to you. So, support them back. Check them out. And but, Toke Radio. Toke, Toke Radio, Radio and they have right their now. sponsors. Which we'll I hit c- them after the lecture. We're going to jump into it right away. So, uh, you're listening to The Mike Wise Show. Coming up, Rick Simpson's lecture. Never before heard heard world premiere <laughs> toke radio the title of this lecture is cannabis a sensible answer to most of our our problems <clears throat> hello everyone for the most part the lecture i am about to present concerns the healing powers of extracts which can be produced from the cannabis hemp plant a harmless and very useful farm crop which was illegally outlawed with the use of deceptions and lies during the early 1900s. To rectify this situation, I believe that it is essential for the public to understand why and how this all came about. Therefore, this lecture will be dedicated to exposing the truth concerning the reason we have all been deprived from the use of a plant which had, which had always been so beneficial to our existence. When I receive reports that another debate concerning cannabis is going to take place, it always causes me to become somewhat bewildered, since it has become more than clear to me and many others that there is actually nothing to discuss. Put simply, cannabis was illegally restricted by government officials in the past who betrayed their positions of trust to enable this crime against humanity to be forced upon us all. Sick-minded individuals with vast wealth and power at their disposal were able to use their money and influence to sway those who were in positions of trust, and this is what actually brought the outline of the cannabis hemp plan about. Yet so many people today still tend to reject this fact. You cannot solve a problem of this magnitude by ignoring what actually caused it to take place, and like it or not, this is the only rational way to bring an end to all of, the, all of this controversy. <clears throat> so I am here today to inform everyone possible about the greatest crime which has ever been committed against mankind. And sadly, this travesty has been perpetrated by the richest and most powerful among us to ensure that we will continue to suffer and die under their domination, which has thus far enabled the rich elite to maintain control over human existence, so that they might profit and gain more power from our suffering and misery. When one looks into this subject, it quickly becomes more than clear that throughout written history, we have never really grasped the meaning of what it truly is to be free, since it's a very well-documented fact that for thousands of years, we have always allowed ourselves to be controlled by the wants and needs of those who are rich and powerful even when the destruction their actions were causing would be deemed to be needless and irrational by most of us 
who tend to think in a somewhat more sensible manner. If those in control of large industries actually had any real care or concern about the damage they are causing, our earth would not have become so toxic that it now threatens our very survival. But unfortunately, this is now truly the case, even though all of, even though all of this needless destruction could easily have been avoided with the use of common sense and a plant which I consider to be our greatest gift from nature. Instead, we have allowed those in positions of power to pollute our planet with toxins and poisons produced from major industries under their control, which have a very detrimental effect on the health and well-being of us all. Since we as humans are not designed to exist in the poison environment we have allowed the rich and powerful to create, the effects from all of these different toxins are now compromising the immune systems of people everywhere, and the number of those being diagnosed with diseases such as cancer are now escalating at a very alarming rate. How could we have prevented this from taking place? The answer is very simple, and it revolves around the proper use of the cannabis hemp plant to provide us with the essentials we require to exist and prosper. For in reality, practically everything we use in our day-to-day -day lives can be produced from the cannabis plant in an earth-friendly, non-toxic manner. The public needs to begin to understand that the cannabis hemp plant is actually man's best friend. And the only reason it's free growing in use was ever made illegal was to satisfy the greed-based destructive plans the rich elite have forced upon us. The cannabis plant has never posed a danger to the public in any way, but its free use would have been a major threat to many huge and harmful industries controlled by the mega-rich, the toxins from which are now increasing our death rates on a continuous basis. I really do not have the time here today to describe all of the, all the corruption that has taken place which still prevents us from freely using this plant in any way we choose. But we must all come to realize that any laws or restrictions which were created with the use of lies and deceptions are actually, by their very nature, a crime against us all. Therefore, to enforce the natural right of everyone to employ the use of cannabis to help deal with their medical issues and to prevent further suffering, I am demanding that governments who have allowed themselves to be coerced into harming their citizens by enforcing false laws, which in reality should not even exist, to immediately repeal all laws and restrictions they now have in place, which prevents any of their citizens from freely using the cannabis plant to fulfill their medical requirements. No government or anyone else ever had the right to outlaw this plant's use in the first place, especially for medicinal purposes. So why should we allow this injustice to continue when there are currently so many in dire need of the life-saving medications this harmless healing plant can provide? There is also the issue of all the other benefits that the free use of cannabis can bring to our society and the, impact, and the impact it would have in allowing us all to have a much better way of life. In reality, we as humans all have the natural right to freely grow and use this plant in any way which would be to our benefit, and no one actually has a legitimate right to interfere or prevent us from doing so.
Throughout the last 5,000 years of documented medical use, cannabis has never harmed anyone, and not one death has ever been recorded from its effects. Since this plant can produce medicinal extracts, which are completely non-addictive and harmless in nature, and they also possess healing powers that are truly beyond compare, don't you think it's about time that those of us who wish to use this natural medication to, to cure or control our illnesses and to even prevent medical problems from occurring be granted our natural God-given right to do so? Governments of today often use terms like decriminalization and legalization as being their solution to enable the use of cannabis in medicine in the hope of keeping the public confused and making it appear as if they are actually doing something to help their people. But in reality, both of these terms they are using still come with many restrictions and regulations, which in truth no government even has the right to actually enforce. This is nothing more than just another deception which governments are choosing to use in the hope of misleading the public, and while doing so, make it sound as if their actions actually have at least some credibility. But these words that they are using are nothing more than a smokescreen, which governments are employing in the hope of maintaining their positions and still allow them to have control over the use of a plant which has never presented a danger to anyone. Do our present governments really not know the meaning of the words harmless and non-addictive? And do they not understand the fact that a plant with these qualities actually requires no regulations or restrictions of any kind? I really do not believe that this is the case, but it does highlight the fact that those in authority seem to be somewhat slow and accept in reality. Or perhaps unseen forces, such as big money interests, are the real reason that they are continuing to behave in this irrational manner. But by now, many of us have become aware of the fact that it was corrupted government officials in the past who actually committed this atrocity. And since there is overwhelming evidence to that effect, why are governments of today still rejecting the simple truth when now they should be openly admitting that indeed this crime was committed, for at least then what they are telling us would sound somewhat more rational? Don't you find it a bit absurd that the same political parties and the governments they form who were responsible for illegally outlawing the cannabis plant and maintaining its prohibition until the present time would now suddenly seem to feel that they still have the right to tax and regulate this plant's use when in truth they are all guilty of taking part in the greatest crime in human history? To allow them to do so would certainly help to cover up the misdeeds which had been committed by past governments, and at the same time, it would provide them with funding from taxes which they actually have no right to even collect. Crops which we have always traditionally grown, such as corn and tomatoes, etc., are not subject to heavy taxation. So why should cannabis be viewed any differently than all these other crops we have always used to sustain our existence. If our governments truly wish to solve their financial problems, perhaps they should simply take back all the money and resources they have allowed the rich elite to gain access to through the illegal means they chose to employ at the, at the public's expense. Those who have been allowed to accumulate all of these resources and stolen wealth 
may not be too happy about being forced to give up the proceeds of crimes they have committed against us all. But I think most would have to agree that this would be a much more rational solution rather than to simply try to take the money out of the pockets of those who require the use of cannabis to fulfill their medical needs. We all make mistakes, and mistakes can be forgiven. But if these governments try to allow this insanity to continue, with all of the evidence which currently exists standing against them, I believe that they will discover that they have committed political suicide for refusing to react to the needs of their citizens. I think it's time for governments everywhere to finally come to the conclusion that the only way for them to appear legitimate in the eyes of the public is to freely admit that a great crime has been committed against their citizens. But now that those in authority have become aware of the horrible consequences to the health and well-being of their people, which the restriction of cannabis has caused, all laws or regulations against the growing and use of the cannabis plant should no longer exist. The cannabis hemp plant, with all the benefits it can bring to our civilization, truly belongs to us all. And if we finally unite as one and exercise our natural right as humans to freely grow and use this plant in any way we choose, who would dare to stand in our path? The only reason this deception has been allowed to continue on for so long concerns the fact that many of us still tend to believe much of the negative propaganda about cannabis which the rich elite and our governments have used to deceive us. But I think the time has now come for the truth to finally be exposed, and I believe that we have all endured more than enough misinformation about this subject from our governments and their rich masters who stand in the shadows. So we must all begin to demand an explanation from our governments as to why they have been unwilling to represent us properly, for it has now become more than clear that they have not been working in the best interests of their people. In a situation like this, it could only be said that in reality, we actually do not have real governments at all. Instead, it appears that many countries are being ruled by huge corrupted bureaucracies, which often seem in many ways to be nothing more than vast criminal organizations which were designed to thrive on our pain and suffering. Any government which refuses to act in the best interests of their people is actually in breach of trust and are obviously not doing the job for which they are being well paid to perform. So I believe that governments of this nature should simply step aside since every minute that they remain in power will only cause more pain and suffering to those who are currently ill. I am not saying that we do not need governments for without some type of organization of this nature most countries would simply fall apart. But it is becoming more and more clear every day that what we actually require is simply honest individuals to represent us properly, who are willing to perform this task with an open book policy to the public. No more corruption, no more deceptions, and no more lies. Now I ask you, wouldn't this be much more in line with the needs of people everywhere? To many, this may sound like an impossible dream. But thanks to the cannabis hemp plant, we are now on the verge of a whole new day in medicine, and a much different and better way of life can now be obtained with the proper use of this plant. 
In reality, we now have all the knowledge we require to create a much more healthy and sustainable existence. So what is preventing us from doing so? At this very moment, all that is standing in the way of this taking place at a much more accelerated pace is simply government red tape, which was designed to deceive and confuse. But let's not ignore the role being played by all those who have a vested interest in keeping cannabis illegal or highly regulated to meet their own hidden agendas. So should all of those who are currently ill continue to suffer on to ensure that the sick-minded agendas of a wealthy few who wish to make huge profits are accepted and given more importance by our governments than the health and well-being of their own citizens? I don't think so, and I do not believe that we should allow governments to continue to use excuses such as the agreements they have signed with the United Nations, for nonsense like this can no longer be accepted. In my opinion, the UN is controlled and corrupted to its very core, for if this were not so, then why would all of these well-educated and highly respected individuals who make up the UN go along with the outlawing and restriction of what is actually the most medicinal and otherwise useful plant on earth? All of this took place many decades ago, and since that time, the UN has come, has come up with even more unfounded arguments against the free use of cannabis to suit the needs of their rich masters, who prefer to remain hidden behind walls of respectability, which were erected to prevent the public from seeing who is really in control. Since it has now become perfectly clear to me and many others that the UN is actually little more than an elaborate front, which was put in place and controlled to enable the rich elite to gain more power over people everywhere, I no longer have any respect at all for this organization, and I expect that there are countless others who actually feel no differently. But if anyone would care to question the statements I have made, simply look into who donated the 18 acres of extremely expensive land in the heart of New York City that the headquarters of the United Nations is located on, and then you should begin to realize exactly who is in control. The first responsibility of any government is the health and well-being of the people they are supposed to be serving. Agreements that have been signed with the United Nations or other organizations of this nature, which were designed to prevent the free use of cannabis, are just paper and ink, which in reality have no right to even exist and should be entirely ignored. Most of us have come to realize the damage that money and power can cause if misused in illegal and harmful ways. But what often strikes me as being strange is the ease with which all of these different governments were able to outlaw a plant which had been grown and used to our advantage since agriculture first began in ancient times. In fact, there is even strong evidence to, to suggest that cannabis could very well have been man's first cultivated crop. So why did farmers not react when suddenly they were prohibited from, using, uh, from utilizing a plant which had always been a staple of their existence? Most farmers who had grown and worked with cannabis must have realized that restricting the growing use of what is probably the most useful plant on earth 
could only be regarded as being little more than insanity of the highest order. But since so few stood up to resist this atrocity, it appears that most people during the era in which this occurred simply turned their backs on reality and allowed their governments to impose these laws which actually have no validity or basis in fact to back them up. All this happened quite some time ago, but in this day and age of mass communication and with all the positive evidence available which promotes this plant's free use, there is now no logical reason as to why we should continue to allow cannabis to remain, to remain prohibited any longer. We grew and used this plant for thousands of years with no regulations or laws of any kind to prevent us from doing so. And when we finally put cannabis to good medicinal use once more, we will find that most of our health problems and medical costs will simply disappear, and we will no longer be forced to use the dangerous and harmful medications and treatments which the pharmaceutical industry and, the medical, and our medical systems tend to employ. Of course, the big money interests, which control the pharmaceutical industry, our mainstream media, and who also control most governments and practically everything else in our lives, will not be happy to see their days of domination over us come to an end. But if we are to progress as a species, this is what must take place. We can no longer allow our existence to be manipulated and ruled by individuals who have last names like Rothschild, Rockefeller, or Gates, etc. If you still have trouble accepting the fact that mega-rich individuals and families who possess great wealth are actually in control of most governments and just about everything else, I urge you to do a small amount of research to prove to yourself that what I am stating is more than true. Finding out for yourself is the best way for anyone to gain knowledge and determine what the truth really is. And once you take the time to perform this simple task, I believe that for the most part, you will then have to come to the realization that indeed our world is actually being controlled by very dark and sinister forces, which have bad intentions toward us all. But the free use of cannabis can bring an end to all the manipulation we have been forced to endure at the hands of the rich and powerful, and will allow us to put this world back on the right track. I have written two books on this subject, Phoenix Tears, The Rich Simpson Story, and Rick Simpson Oil, Nature's Answer for Cancer. Both of these books I have compiled are available as e-books from Amazon Kindle, and they can also be found on my website, phoenixtears.ca or they can be acquired from simpsonramador.com. For those who wish to have a printed version, we have made my first book, The Rick Simpson Story, available in both the English and Spanish languages, and I also intend to have this book translated into the German language as soon as possible. For anyone who has taken a strong interest in this subject or would like to learn more, I believe that reading these two books would be a good starting point on their journey to discover the truth for themselves. I am sure that many will find the contents of my books to be quite disturbing, but both of these books are based on the honest truth, and in addition, you will be helping to support what I feel is the greatest cause on earth. So I hope that you will join me and many others in this quest to awaken the masses for the fate of your friends and loved ones now rests in your hands. 
If the changes which are needed are to come about, it will be ordinary people like us who will cause this to take place. Therefore, I am urging everyone who is aware of the danger we are in at present to band together and help bring an end to all of this madness, which has caused so much needless death and destruction to not only the human race, but many other forms of life as well. Our children and coming generations need to exist in a much less toxic environment to remain healthy, and the extensive use of cannabis to fulfill our requirements is the only way to ensure that the human race will have a decent future. So let's finally band together and bring something about which will do the greatest good for mankind, and let us rid ourselves of all this corruption which has been preventing us from evolving into a way of life which would provide us with a much more sustainable and healthy existence. When we set the cannabis plant free once more, this in turn will bring much more freedom to us all. And I firmly believe that we as humans will then be able to evolve into something better than we currently are. Thank you very much. My name is Rick Simpson. Well, there you have it. You this heard an exclusive never before lecture from rick simpson and um we did have a few technical difficulties um if you were listening online and had an issue we're gonna no worries we always upload the shows i try to do it the next day but it might be monday um so go to facebook.com backslash mike y show and you will be able to re-listen to this broadcast right now and also if you want to learn more about rick's story Go to phoenixtears.ca, www.phoenixtears.ca, buy his books, support him. That's the only way he gets his income. He doesn't sell a product. He does not profit off patients like that. So support the man, buy his book. I'm going to have, I'm having 15 of them shipped to me as we speak, and we will be having contests to be giving them away on the show. And speaking of that, I'll announce the winner, Joe Putnam. Joe Putnam, thank Joe you Putnam. for sharing the video. You have won the 250-milligram, two-ounce bottle of hemp salve, and thank you to Industrial Hemp Supply for donating that today. Carter, you want to hit the sponsors? Yes, you are here listening to Toke Radio, and the sponsors, sponsors for Toke Radio are Sensi Magazine. We were just at Sensi Night last night, 710 Pipes. That is where the treehouse is, full of shenanigans, I'm sure it's still there. Uh, King of Quality, King of Quality, and Simply Pure, CBD Extracts, Colorado Normal, TH Custom, THC Custom Promos, <laughs> Grass Trays, The Dab Slabs, and The Clinic. I don't know why I put The Dab. Yes. The Dab, the dab, so, dab Slabs, and The Clinic. Thank you, guys. Thank you for supporting the show. Thank you for supporting the station. Also, give some love to The Trim Shop. Endomax Lighting, Skunk Works Nutrients, and Pipes Peak. I want to thank David and Matt for coming on the show today. Check them out. Thank you very much. Veterans for Natural Rights on Facebook. Veterans for Natural Rights. I feel like I'm the yeah my my microphone. I felt I felt Veterans for Natural Rights. Veterans for Natural Rights. Veterans for Natural Rights. Veterans for Natural Rights. Let's just keep saying it until... Until... (laughs) (laughs) I'll take a dab every time, and then we'll just keep saying it. Seems (laughs) common. Veterans for Natural Rights. Natural. 
But seriously, thanks again, guys. Um, and uh, thanks for listening. The song you heard in the song break was Question, Beating Down the Block. Coming up next, we're going to leave you with another song by my boy Question, Speed of Sound. Coming at you at the speed of sound, like we do on this show each and every Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. here on Toke Radio. And if you have freedom, use it. Use it. And stay balanced. And especially use it to listen to my show, The stay Mike Wise Show. The Mike Wise Show. And thank you, Carter. Thank you. Bad scientist. We are out. Peace. Just a sense of normalcy. Cause life, man, is like moving at the speed of light. Really, for me, more like the speed of sound. Feel me? Listen. Yeah, my life's like moving at the speed of sound.